this morning. So thanks to Kate for what she shared. Um, yeah, let's let's pray and um, yeah. Oh, Holy Spirit, how we want you to come, how we do want you to come and touch our lives, how we want you to minister to us. And so, Holy Spirit, come. We welcome you. We give you this time. We give you ourselves. Lord, I thank you for everyone in their, in their homes or wherever, wherever they are. I thank you, Lord God, that even now they can know and experience you. They can experience your presence and your peace. And I pray, Lord God, that all distractions will fall away and that you'd help each and every one of us enter into this moment and this time so that we might be responsive to Holy Spirit. Help us relate well to you, Lord God, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So um, this the situation that we are in as a nation and the nations is, is a it's a disaster. It's 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 full of destruction. It's it's spoiling and ruining loads of things. And and it would be very easy for us just to um, just to dwell on that and think on that and feed ourselves on that. But one of the things that I felt really early on is that this time is an opportunity, that there are God opportunities in this time and we just need to recognise them, see them, take them. What is the opportunity of this moment and of this season and of this time? So one of the things we really believe, um, Kate and I, is really important, is that this is a time to listen to God and to listen well to God, not not just to have a little listen, but to take in what he's saying deep into us, to be really hearing and then being responsive and obedient to what he's saying. And so we want to be those that um, hear from God. We don't just want to live by human sight human seeing human hearing but we want to live by supernatural revelation that by faith we um we receive from god is that what you want i hope it is what you want and so i want us to have this heart just as kate was saying this fantastic um visual aid um about alignment he's saying lord god what are you saying? What is it that you want us to do? How do you want us to respond? What, how do you want us to react? And so we want to be in alignment with God. We want to be true to Jesus. And so we need to hear what he's saying to us. Now, the, this morning I, I was uh, reading and, and reflecting and um, I, was, I was thinking about um, something that I'd, a quote that I'd read and I'd, I'd written it down again and changed it a little bit and I was just thinking about it and it was this. True freedom comes when we no longer need to be somebody special in other people's eyes because we know who we are in Christ. So true freedom comes when we know who we are in Christ, when we are loved by God, accepted by God, that we're in that place of, of who he's made us to be. And so as I was, I was just laying in my bed praying about that this morning and um, 
I entered into prayerful imagination. And this is what started coming to mind and um, I was experiencing it, so I, I wrote it down. And so initially why what, what I saw was that I am a sinner saved by grace and I was in the middle of the sea and I was in trouble um, I was dying death was around me it was rough and it was dark the waters were crashing over me and it was like I was in a I was in a cesspool of sin I was at the scene I was gasping I was gasping for breath and I was just surrounded by sin and pollution and that that was wanting to get into me it was seeking to enter into my mouth to fill me up and to to pour into me and fill me and bring me down to the depths uh, to the pit to the bottom of the watery grave that is what it wanted for me okay but but then but then he came he came he plunged into my world he reached out his hand and he rescued me he pulled me out of the watery slimy pit that I was in he put me on solid ground he laid me on the floor and then he gave me the breath of life he breathed life into my lungs and he cleansed me from the horror of my past and enabled me to stand tall and to follow him into glorious light and life in all its fullness and beautiful colour. Walking with him, walking into a glorious future. It was just awesome. And then this phrase comes to me, why, oh why, would I ever want to return to that slimy, watery, dark pit? And I thought, yet it calls it calls to me it calls to me and uh, I just believe that God's living word got me out of my pit and it's God's living word that we that will keep me out of my pit and I pray uh, just as that spoke to me that would really speak to you today it would minister to you minister the grace and the love and the marvellous deeds of our Lord Jesus who saves, rescues, heals, delivers, sets free, empowers and equips. We've still got a choice. We can still go back to our old ways. It will still call to us but it's Jesus that we want to seek and follow. It's the living word of God. So Lord what are you saying to me at this moment? What are you saying? Now, in the, in the book of um, Isaiah, God, God is speaking through the prophet Isaiah. And uh, he says to um, Israel, um, his chosen people, that they failed um, to, to see and to hear. So let's look at that. Um, if you want to get your Bibles out, um, Isaiah and its chapter 42 I'll be looking at and 43 so Isaiah chapter 42 verses 18 to 22 says this listen you who are deaf look and see you blind who is as blind as my own people my servant 
Who is as deaf as my messenger? Who is as blind as my chosen people, the servant of the Lord? You see and recognise what is right, but you refuse to act on it. You hear with your ears, but you don't really listen. Wow. That's music from the computer. That, that is challenging, isn't it? God wants his people to be different to the other nations. He wants them to, to be in relationship with him, to be a spiritual people who seek out God, to see and hear and recognise what God is doing, to discern and to obey, not just to hear it and ignore it, but to really listen and do what God said. And God's saying, look, you're my special people. I've chosen you, I've called you out, but actually you're, who's as blind and as, and, as, and as deaf as you? Because you are the ones who are meant to be seeing and hearing. And then it goes on uh, in uh, verse 21. Because he, God is righteous, the Lord has exalted his glorious law. So God's saying, I'm lifting up my word. My word is important. It's glorious. You, you might walk away from it. You might not hear it and obey it. But my word is not moving. You might move, but my word isn't. My word is true. And so often in the world we live in, we are looking for um, opinion and, and everyone's got an opinion on everything. But the fact is this, God has got an opinion. And so we need to be those that are hungry and thirsty and valuing God's opinion. God, what are you saying? What do you think? What's, what's your view? What's your lead on this? And if we ignore what God's saying, we're in trouble. It, it, it goes on in verse 22 to say this, but, but God's own people have been robbed and plundered, enslaved, imprisoned and trapped. They are fair game for anyone and have no one to protect them, no one to take them back home. You know, if we come out of God's covering, out of God's protection, uh, through disobedience, through apathy, through indifference, through hard-heartedness, through uh, rebellion and rejection, um, we, the devil is there. You know, it, it talks about the devil like a, a roaring lion, prowling around, waiting to get us, to devour us. That's what Satan's like. And, you know, when we come out of God's covering, out of the protection of his word, we're fair game, it says, for anyone. We're not in protection. And so we wonder why we, spiritually speaking and emotionally and mentally, and, uh, we get robbed and, and physically we get robbed, we get plundered, we get enslaved, we get imprisoned, we get entrapped. It's not what God wants for us. But if we fail to respond well and recognise God's word and be obedient to it, we're in trouble. So it says there, um, no one to take them back home. But we know that's not the end of our story. We know that's not the finish of it. And so a bit later on in, four, in Isaiah 43 and verse 5, it says this, do not be afraid for I am with you. Do not be afraid for I am with you. 
I will gather you and your children from east and west. I will say to the north and south, bring my sons and daughters back to Israel from the distant corners of the earth. Verse 7, bring all who claim me as their God, for I have made them for my glory. It is I who created them. Bring out the people who have eyes but are, but are blind, who have ears but are deaf. Bring them out. Bring them out. God's going, I'm with you, so come bring them out. And so I'm just sensing like God's saying, okay, when you're honest with me, when you're real with me, when you say to me, Lord, if I'm honest, I am I'm spiritually blind and I'm spiritually deaf to you. I recognise that I've ignored you and I, I don't always uh, see you. Lord, have mercy on me. Give me spiritual sight. Give me spiritual hearing that I may obey you. Help me to listen and live. And so well, what I want you to do uh, now, wherever you are, is just like, like go, go over you. It's Lord God, give me ears to hear. Lord, give me ears to hear. Lord, give me eyes to see. Not just human eyes, not just human ears, but spiritual sight, spiritual hearing, spiritual knowing. Lord, I, I want to know you. Holy Spirit, come and bring wisdom and revelation that I might know my God better. And I know what, he, what he's saying to me personally. Yeah, Lord, give me eyes and ears, supernatural, spiritual eyes and ears, supernatural, spiritual knowing. Oh, amen. And I, and I know we, I'm, I'm using language like see and hear and, and, and know. And, and sometimes we, like, we're asking what is God saying, and, but we can be too literal. God wants to communicate with us. God wants to communicate with it, with his people. And he has made us and he knows us. And we've all got unique and different ways of relating with the Lord. And, uh, and he will communicate to us. And it's by faith that we receive it and we perceive what God's saying to us. So we need to go there uh, into the secret place. Get still, get alone with God, pray and ask him to speak um, to us. Because that is life. So I've always been um, really like, I suppose the word's jealous. There's, there's a, a godly jealousy, I pray, in my life um, uh, about hearing God and uh, receiving revelation from him. And so if you want to turn over to Acts, chapter uh, chapter nine i'm going to read to us about saul's conversion saul's meeting with jesus but also um, about ananias and what, what god does with him so i'm i'm just going to read acts um chapter nine to us and i'm just verses one to 19 or thereabouts and i'm reading from the new living translation i've i've been getting into that translation we are blessed um because those of us that can read and speak English, that there are so many different uh, translations of the Bible that we can, you know, and I've just been, I was chatting to someone, I was inspired, but then they were talking about the New Living Translation. I just thought, oh, I'm going to start reading it. So here you go. So Saul 
was uttering threats with every breath and was eager to kill the Lord's followers. So he was after anyone who was wanting to be a disciple of Jesus. So he went to the high priest. He requested letters addressed to the synagogues in Damascus, asking for their cooperation in the arrest of any followers of the way he found there. He wanted to bring them, both men and women, back to Jerusalem in chains. As he was approaching Damascus on this mission, a light from heaven suddenly shone down around him and he fell to the ground and he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. And the voice replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. The men, the men with Saul stood speechless for they heard the sound of someone's voice, but they saw no one. Saul picked himself up off the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he was blind. So his companions led him by the hand to Damascus. He remained there blind for three days and did not eat or drink. Bang. Let's go over to Ananias. Now there was a believer, a disciple of Jesus in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord spoke to him in a vision calling him Ananias. Yes, Lord, he replied. So there's a vision. Yes, Lord. The Lord said this, go over to Straight Street, to the house of Judas. When you get there, ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He's praying to me right now. I have shown him in a, a vision of a man named Ananias coming in and laying hands on him so he can see again. Wow, but Lord, Ananias exclaims, I've heard many people talk about the terrible things that this man has done to the believers in Jerusalem. And he is authorised by the leading priests to arrest everyone who calls on your name. But the Lord exclaimed, Ananias, oh sorry, but the Lord said, go for Saul is my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to kings as well as to the people of Israel, and I will show him how much he will, must suffer for my name's sake. So Ananias went, found Saul. He laid his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road, has sent me so that you might regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Instantly, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, he regained his sight, then he got up, he was baptised, and afterwards he ate some food and regained his strength. Wow! I just, I just love it, I love it, I love it. I'm jealous, like, like, he gets, he gets the revelation, like, in a sense, he gets the door number, he gets to know something about the people um, or, or Paul involved, Ananias does. And then he goes about his business. But he was free uh, in his relationship with the Lord to go, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Lord, you know, 
don't you realize what you're talking about as if god doesn't know you know fantastic relationship um with god and how i i want to live like that and i and when i think back in my life those times when when maybe not as so specific as that but where i have received revelation from god where i've acted on it and where it's made a difference in somebody's life it is just the best thing it's so exciting and scary you know i remember one time when i was in um in south woodford and i was i was looking over the motorway bridge looking at the cars and i felt god say holy spirit say go and speak to the guy sitting on the wall behind you and i remember looking and thinking and seeing this guy on the wall and going no i'm not going to speak to him and like god saying you know you think you're so brave and strong just go and speak to him and so it with i just thought he's big guys probably had a row of his girlfriend he's going to beat me up i don't want to do this but i felt i had to i was encouraged by god and i went and sat down next to him and i said hello my name's rich i'm a christian and then he just he just burst out and and you know basically he was he was thinking about jumping off the bridge into the the cars underneath and in that moment god reached out to him and by his grace he used me in that so it's incredibly humbling but i was i was scared and i bet and Ananias was wondering what you know what's going on but it it's not if we get revelation from god it's not about okay i'm scared so i'm not going to do it it's about doing it scared it's about doing it in faith and trusting him katie um told me um about something that's happened to her recently so last sunday um she was she was praying and she got some revelation she felt the lord was asking her to give um 10 pounds to someone who who was wearing a blue vest and so she thought she'd like turn up in the broadway go to iceland and there, there there's the person in the queue with their blue vest and she can give the money to but that was sunday nothing happened on sunday and then the next day she was like thinking about it and praying about it and wondering and so she went outside to the 10 pound wibber and um said that she she saw a young couple and a girl was wearing a blue hoodie and thought okay i think that'll do so she just felt led to them went up to them and uh and gave gave them the, the 10 pound but the the girl that she was talking said something along the lines of that she'd been asking god if he was real and um that if he was real would he would he look after her would he provide um for her so lord if you're god if you're there let me know basically and then kate walks up in faith expectation god you're going to do something and and speaks to her that is so exciting it's just so exciting it's scary gotta be bold but we want to be bold in the holy spirit and responsive to him you know uh, jesus jesus said i only do what i see my father doing i only say what i hear him saying he lived in that place of intimacy and revelation with his father and so he was he was aligned to his father he was aligned and in his in his dad's will and so he was about his father's business all the time and i want to be like that but often i'm distracted or i'm caught up with other things or you know and i'm, I'm out of alignment but like 
oh, I just I want to be in that place of alignment, but I don't want to I don't want to um, live in fear that I haven't quite got it right or it's not actually as perfect as I thought it was going to be. You know, Kate thought it was someone with a blue vest and it was someone with a blue hoodie. Okay, it didn't happen on the day she thought. Okay, it you know it's about us um, stepping out in faith, seeking God, hearing from Him, and then and then then going. So Jesus, our our Rabbi, our teacher, our present day teacher, Holy Spirit wants to speak to us, lead us, and guide us. In 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 John's Gospel in chapter ten. You know, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. You know, my sheep listen to my voice. I call my own sheep by name. I will lead them out. My sheep, he says, will never follow a stranger's voice. In fact, they'll run away from a stranger because they don't recognise the stranger's voice. Oh, that we might recognise the good shepherd's voice. Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd and my sheep know me. They know me just as I know the father and the father knows me. So my sheep can know me. So we can be those that do the things and say the things that Jesus wants to do. We are, what a privilege, what an honour, what an opportunity that we can listen to the voice of Jesus and be led by him oh it's just so exciting and so i want to i want to stir up faith i want to stir up excitement about us hearing and receiving and living in obedience to our king jesus being about our father's business so as individuals but also i want i want us to hear what what god is saying to us about epping forest community church and about his church what what is the lord saying so in revelation um uh chap, chapter one and chapter two and chapter three that's what i'm going to be looking at in 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 revelation we find that john is in exile so he can't live uh where he he, he wants to live in his home he's kicked out and he's on the isle of patmos so in in a sort of way he's he's on he's on a bit of a lockdown and um it says in John uh, chapter one, verse 11, it says that um, he heard, sorry, in Revelation uh, chapter one, verse 11, getting excited, sorry. Calm down, Rich. No, don't calm down. Be full of the zeal and enthusiasm of the Lord our God. So anyway, he hears this loud voice and the loud voice says basically write in a book or depending on your version, write in some scrolls, everything you see and send it to the seven churches in the cities of Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamon, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia and Laodicea. And then it goes on to say that when John turned round to hear um, the voice, he, he basically saw Jesus. He says, I, I saw one uh, like the Son of Man, and and Son of Man was was a messianic title that Jesus used throughout the Gospels about himself. Jesus was there, and it says 
of of Jesus that he was walking amongst golden lampstands and he and he was holding seven stars in his hand and it goes on to explain that the the lampstands uh, were were the churches and the stars were angels and it says um where is in verse 16 of chapter one um he held seven stars in his right hand and a sharp two-edged sword came from his mouth and his face was like the sun in all its brilliance a sharp two-edged sword came from his mouth so um john is being encouraged to write these things down and to communicate them so so we've got and we, let's think we've got jesus we've got churches we've got angels and we've got john and he brings um, a message so jesus is speaking to each church so i want us to think about that sharp two-edged sword that is coming out of the mouth of jesus and as i was thinking about that i was thinking you know um he says that the word of god is living and active a sharp two-edged sword doesn't it in in hebrews two-edged so one edge is brings encouragement strength fortitude perseverance basically what what you're doing is good so carry on but the other edge of the sword brings warning and correction it's bad stop it so one is saying carry on and one is saying stop it one is bringing warning and correction one is bringing strength and encouragement so each time as you read through um we we won't do it now but as you read through the letters that are sent in chapters two and three so those seven churches they each have something said to them that gives them encouragement strength fortitude to carry on with and they get um warning and correction as well and um i i want to know what god is saying to me personally but i want to know what god is saying to us epping forest community church what are we doing that is good and right and god wants to encourage us in we've got to carry on in but also what what does he want us to warn us about and what does he want us to correct us about you know, I, I think often about um, the church in Germany um, at the beginning of World War Two and during the course of it. And just thinking like there's evil was was carrying on. Evil was beginning and the, and the church. What did it do? What did it say? Now, I think if I'm honest, I used to do that in judgment and criticism. And now I think it in sense of a fear a holy fear oh god what what do we tolerate that we shouldn't be tolerating what aren't we righteously angry about that we should be angry about what what should we be saying and doing what do we tolerate and and i just want to know I, I want us to know more and more what it is that god wants us to do so that we live by revelation from heaven the very word of god and not by human sight and hearing so it's about getting into that place of hearing and knowing and responding well to god so god what are you saying what are you saying now in in each time jesus is speaking to the church 
um, there's a repeating verse. So in every time, so seven times it says this. So in verse 7, 11, 17, 29, and then chapter 3, 6, 13, and 22, it says this. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. God speaks to his people. God communicates through his written word through the prophetic word, through visions, through through dreams, through seeing, through knowing, through godly feelings. We are unique. We have a unique relationship with the Lord. He, he, he gives us different graces that we might walk with him and hear from him. And so, church, I want to listen well. I want us to listen well so that we can live in alignment with Jesus personally and corporately. So I, I'm, we're asking you, Kate and I are asking you, please pray for, for God's wisdom, insight, revelation, so that we will hear what God is saying to us, Epping Forest Community Church. What is he saying about us? What does he want us to stop doing? What does he want us to do? What we just want to be open to him and just thinking about what one of the questions in 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 kate's quiz when jeremiah goes to the the potter's shop and um you know it's that sense that god i am just i'm clay in your hands do whatever you want with me mold me shape me renew renew me change me use me use us for whatever is your purpose and design thank you lord we don't have to compare ourselves with anyone else individually or any other churches all we've got to do is be faithful to you and what you are saying to us and what you are saying to us individually and as a church so what is god calling us to do that makes his kingdom our primary concern and sees his kingdom come established his will being done on earth through his church that we get we're caught up with the kingdom of God being established on this earth what is Jesus saying to us and so uh, I want us to be going there hungry and thirsty praying and asking I was um praying and, and chatting and and drew um Cromwell brought uh, an encouragement uh uh, about this time and this season about praying in tongues and he believes that God is calling us to pray in tongues more pray in tongues more 
um, that now is a time to be praying in tongues as a discipline, as an act of faith, of building our relationship with God, praying in tongues, because praying in tongues, it builds us up and edifies us, the one who prays, but it leads to supernatural revelation and supernatural living. It, I found it leads to other, other gifts. It leads to praying in English. It, it leads to praying in revelation uh, in English. And so I, I'm encouraging us to pray in tongues. And, look, uh, and if you don't pray in tongues, if you haven't got the gift of tongues, it, earnestly seek after it. Ask God. Lord, give me the gift of tongues. I want to pray in tongues. If you want to talk about it, if you want some prayer, please contact Katie or me. We'd, we'd love to see you activated in the gift of, of speaking in tongues and praying in tongues. You know, praying in tongues is one of the things that I've, throughout my my journey with Jesus, it's, it's one of those things that he just keeps on reminding me about. And it's like, I, you know, I, 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 I pray in tongues and then I don't know so I don't pray in tongues so much and I, oh yeah I've got to pray in tongues and but I, I believe it's important and it's in and significant and I, I want to honor Drew for bringing that word it resonates with me and it resonates with Katie we really believe that that praying in tongues will help us and so I want to encourage you to to do that and so I also want to encourage you to bring um, feedback to us. Now, I, I don't mean this in a, a hard or harsh way. We are, we are not looking for good ideas or suggestions. Like what we're, what we're looking for is, is godly revelation. And it is by faith that we receive it. And so it's not, we're not looking for something perfect, but as we, as a church family, bring the revelation that we get that we believe god is saying to us and we contribute it and we can weigh and measure it and pray over it and, and seek god in it and see what 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 is god saying to us as a church family what words are he is he bringing time and time again what is he highlighting to us so that we can um hear and obey so i i just want to encourage you please to the opportunity of this time to pray so listen listen well and so to help us to do that we we believe we should have a time of of of, of fasting and praying so uh you know please do pray up to this point but we're looking at starting next sunday so it's the sunday the 24th of may so starting on sunday praying and fasting throughout that week and then finishing on the uh, on the 30th the saturday evening so on sunday morning the 31st we will break our fast now how you do that fast um has got to be up to you and i know that people have fasted from uh telly and uh, gadgets and gizmos and and other things i'd encourage you to do that <laughs> And, and fast from whatever you believe God is asking you to fast from. But I do believe that um, there is something about fasting from food, from denying our human appetite, that will help us to seek God, 
to get to get clarity as we deny our flesh and give time um, over to him prep time and eating time and all that consumes us about thinking about eating and all that stuff over to god it it will will sharpen us and so i am um, yeah so i just want to encourage you that so it's not like we're not enforcing you should do this but to each one of us um what what do we feel would be honoring and right before the lord for us to do okay you know you know yourself you know your stuff i would just encourage you to enter in participate fast pray and can and contribute so uh, can i say it again get get in the zone get in the zone get into the secret place run to him and seek him because god speaks a better word than this world his word is life and powerful his word pulls us out of the pit of death his word brings life and fruitfulness and fullness to us it's you know jesus said well you can't live on bread alone but on every word that comes from the mouth of god and so church um may we use this time to listen well to receive and to submit humbly what we believe god is saying to us so that we can we can weigh and measure and really go okay lord this is what you want us to do okay you know Kate and I might be might be utterly blind and deaf to certain things and we need to know there might be things that we do know but church we want to be in this together so please do get involved amen amen yeah just a, a testimony here from Louise on the comments I've seen is praying in tongues has really guided me and given me protection over the years so thankful thanks thanks for that yeah yeah and jeans thank you god for jesus who came and fulfilled the scriptures so that i may have life in abundance amen amen so um yeah let's um let's just be quiet and still and pray for a moment Oh Lord, we're so thankful that you are the God of revelation. We thank you, Lord, that you are the God who speaks, that you're the good shepherd, that we are your sheep. We pray, Lord God, that we will hear your voice. We bind up unbelief. We bind up fear in Jesus' name and release faith and confidence that God will speak but not just that god will speak but i will hear i want to release faith over us that i will hear from my lord yeah church set up i believe because god has chosen me and called me by name i believe he's given me eyes to see and ears to hear that i might hear his word 
and obey him. Lord, I believe that you want to communicate to me. I believe you want to speak to me. I believe you want to speak to Epping Forest Community Church, Lord. So I open myself up in faith, believing that you will communicate your words to us. You will communicate your life giving words so that we might step out in faith and obedience. Lord, we pray that you would uh, bring expectation to us, that we would expect to hear from you, that as we draw close, as we come into the secret place, as we give you our ears and our eyes and our spiritual senses, that we will receive revelation from you. We say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And Lord, we want to be a servant that hears and obeys well. Help us do that, sovereign Lord, we pray. For your glory, for your for the sake of your name, for your kingdom coming and your will being done. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. Um, for this time that we that we can have together and I pray Lord that you would oh, you would continue to stir us and lead us and speak to us and excite us and draw our eyes off ourselves and onto you Lord God may we be fixed with you Lord God may we be captivated with you Lord God may your kingdom be our primary concern Lord we pray May your kingdom be established in our homes, in our marriages, in our friendships, Lord God. We say, have your way, Lord God. Have your way. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Come, Lord God. Transform your church, we pray, that we may be more and more like you want us to be, who you've created us to be. Thank you, Lord, that we are a supernatural people, that you are a supernatural God. Yes, Lord, come Holy Spirit and have your way in us uh, today, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.